This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. Hello. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm really good. It's Friday. Yeah, it's been a tough week. For you too? Yeah. Yeah, so busy. Well, what are you saying? Right, that's the pitch out over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the spy the- who loved me. Yeah. That's why you love me. Um, well, hit me up with some stats. All right. Okay. Stats, stats, stats. Before stats, shall I tell you how I watched it this week? Let's do That's that first. That's a new feature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I might do a little jingle for it. <laughs> how did we watch it this week? So this week, <laughs> I, as you know, because I messaged you, I attempted to watch it from the dongle. Mm. Yeah. On my work Mac. And it wouldn't let me because I didn't have the right app to watch it. And mm. the admin rights wouldn't let me download the right app. Uh, and then I said, okay. sod it. And I paid £3.49 <laughs> to watch it on Amazon. Brief and I made not. one set of notes at that point, but brief notes. Then I listened to a brilliant podcast about it. It made me laugh a lot. It was very, very funny. I'm going to try really not to steal anything from there. Then I went back to watch it in fast forward just to pair up all the things I thought I'd seen. But I thought, okay, I'll do it on my old Windows laptop from work, which I haven't given back yet, having upgraded to the Mac. Right. Put the dongle in, worked brilliantly. But then it was like, we need to update because you haven't used this laptop for so long because I really haven't used it for that long. So then I let all mm. the updates happen. And when it came back, it blocked me from the audio. So it let me watch <laughs> it with no audio. But it let me have subtitles. But they weren't subtitles, Lee. Well, it was I? some kind of commentary from the set designers. So I have now watched it at fast forward <laughs> with the with set, design set designer commentary. commentary. Jesus. Some, some of which I've taken on board. Then <laughs> I went back to IMDb and reread the synopsis. I had missed a lot of the, the key plot points, like you always have to inform me. So now I've got mm. two sets of handwritten notes that I'm going to be moving between. Okay. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> did you just watch it <laughs> i watched it sunday yeah uh, without taking any notes and then i watched an hour on tuesday and then an hour on wednesday taking notes on my pc nice. your um your volume your audio issue might just be you need to download a new codec for the media player on if it's windows might not be much yeah, if I that. knew what any of that meant, I'm sure I would do it. But it's taken me this long just to put a USB in the side of the laptop. So doing that probably beyond me. Well, it's a difficult one because it's got two. It's got two different ends on it. That USB, isn't it? So I worked it out though. Yeah, it's quite handy. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <isn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Right. You wanted stats. Have I just put myself on mute? No. Something beat. Right, okay. Right. Amazon gives it, I don't know, I've either written 4.5 or 4.8. It's not important. And IMDb. It's 4.6. <laughs> it's not. That's not a six. That's not what I've, I've written. I've been taking down Amazon because you refused to do it. Oh, I forgot. Oh, that's because I went back to Amazon because I want, anyway. Oh, God. Uh, before we carry on, when you're yeah. watching it on Amazon, are you yeah. rating it? No. Well, <laughs> you're you're what's wrong with that system? <laughs> I'm what's wrong with everything. <laughs> carry on. Uh, seven out of ten on IMDb. Don't know what Sky gave it because I didn't watch it on Sky. Mm. Um, and I would like to say that yeah i might just go straight into the credits it, oh no no not into the credits on amazon uh-huh. when it says starring it was starring roger moore starring barbara back third listing the egyptian folklore gang was the third mm. listing on really? amazon the cast mm. well they were pretty good those guys they were freaking amazing <laughs> they were trippy as hell I assume that's who it was anyway. Yeah. Couldn't have been anyone else. That's a pretty good stats. Um, yeah, so Amazon is 4.6. <laughs> and just going back to Amazon, uh, last week when we were talking about the breakdown of percentages, yeah. I got the maths completely wrong at the end there. I left okay. it in the podcast, but I just uh, just want to explain it. It was very early in the morning. <laughs> I think I made it out to about 110%. Not that anyone complained. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill didn't say anything? Not even Bill. No <laughs> Bill, no Dan. That's it. I've got slightly closer to getting Craig to answer a Zoom call on his phone. Hey. All I need now is him to know his own email address and then um, we'll be there. <laughs> we're there. Yeah. Ten, be, ten episodes. will be for the last episode. <laughs> By the way, last week was our 10th episode. We didn't. Celebrate. Cheers, ma'am. Cheers. Yeah, you're right. It's 4.6. I wonder where I got that from. <laughs> Synopsis. Go for it. All right. <laughs> After Russia and England are alerted to having lost contact with their nuke-carrying submarines, Bond is partnering up with Triple X, a Russian spy. Whilst they both try to track down their missing submarines, they find out they have more in common than they realise. An action-packed Bond film from skiing off cliffs to underwater lotus esprits. This film keeps flipping between a thrill-chasing caper to a snail-paced naval war film. Although unbalanced, a solid entry into the Bond franchise, much like Bond had a solid entry into Triple X. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> One, yeah. I don't care for your vulgarity. Mm. Two... Um, it sounds like you've rated it already. Have I? Well, kind of. Well, just that you've like, you know, it's a bit fast here, but it's a bit slow there. It's a kind of a solid entry. I could probably even call your money penny already. Go on then. Four. Maybe. (laughs) 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 Opening scene. It opens up my first note because it opens up as the submarine pans mm-hmm. through the water i've written oh fuck it's a water-based one 
I was yeah. my heart sank immediately. Mm. I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can watch water again. That was my first feeling. No, exactly the same. Plus, all the water stuff was so slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really fast-paced movie. Um, apart from the water stuff <laughs> again. Yeah. So you got the English Navy sub. Um, yep. They have a full systems outage, so they have to surface the sub because you know why wouldn't you? Yeah. Cut to Russia. They got the same problem. The Russians call in Triple X, who's hooking up with her man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. Okay. First of all, when they cut between the Moscow and the London offices, mm. they were like clearly Moscow and London. There was like kind of you know like the the the, the set. I didn't get this from the set commentary guy, by the way, but the sets were like very russian looking and very uk looking but on their desk they each had one red phone and one gray phone it was like mm. they'd moved the same phones from both sets between <laughs> each other for the headquarters now the beauty of moving over to meeting triple x is that uh what, what was his name gogol the the uh, kgb head guy he was yeah. like we'll get our best agent on it straight away and it cuts over to this bedroom where there's this couple romping and this hairy chested man rolls over because the phone is ringing but no no triple x doesn't get a phone triple x gets a little jewelry box with a button Mm. in it which isn't a handy device it's so cumbersome why not just have a mobile phone anyway the agent's like i've got to go now and the woman rolls over and answers the phone and says, Triple X speaking. And I was like, fucking psych. That was yeah. awesome. That totally got me. <laughs> Brilliant. It, uh, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> then we're back to M's office asking Money Penny. M's asking Money Penny where Bond is. She says, Austria. M says, tell him to pull out immediately. <laughs> Cut to James Bond. Hooking up. <laughs> Hooking up. I don't think he needed to pull out because based on his fake looking kissing where he's just kind of like got his mouth in like an O shape and he's just kind of lunging at the woman's face. <laughs> he's not got his dick in her. There's nothing to pull out at all. <laughs> but yeah, that was full of um, pull out immediately. Something yeah. came up. Oh, yeah. Oh, James, I can't find the words. Well, let me help you enlarge your vocabulary. Bond gets a text on his smartwatch. Mm. It's a digital watch now. He's chucked away the other one. The message comes out the side of it. <laughs> like, like a label maker. Label yeah. maker message comes out the side of it. It's really good. Again, phones are just better. Yeah, but they're not around yet. If they've got a device that can send a ticker tape message to a watch or send a phone call to a jewellery box... Mm-hmm. They can get some kind of voice message to <laughs> some kind of portable device. That might have been the first text message ever. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's the first jet ski in this film. This film invented jet skis. Oh, I wondered. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was kind of wondering. I didn't look that up. But yeah, when he's put it all together, I was like, oh, exciting, a jet yeah. ski. And then I thought, oh, wouldn't they start making jet skis? Because it was called at the time a water bike. All the bikes, I prefer that to be honest. So he gets a text, sorry darling, something came up. 
<laughs> but she says, James, I need you. He says, so does England. <laughs> <laughs> and then he heads out. Heads Honestly, out the, I was on um... the edge of my seat. I love this whole opening. <laughs> yeah, me too. Heads out of the uh, cabin. Yeah. Um, he's in like a bright yellow ski outfit with like a red bowl hat. Yeah. He's, he's in bright red and yellow against the white snow. Guess no one's going to see him, for sure. But the music kicks in, the 70s Bond theme, which I've been listening to for about five days. By the way, it's really fun listening to a James Bond theme while you're driving. Oh, Let's I bet. I bet. I have been, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll come on to themes. Yep. So he heads out, 70s music playing. This is such a funny shot of him leaving the cabin area with the music playing. It's like a side-on shot of him skiing up on, on a clearly like fake background. He's just yeah. got this like smile on his face. It's just like special effects ski. Yeah. Uh I don't know what that word is, but gold. It was just golden viewing. Yeah. So after a couple of minutes of uh, oh, sorry. So you see some um, ski goons start to follow Bond. They start shooting at him. Yeah. After a minute or so of uh, ski chasing, Bond flips around and starts skiing backwards and shoots a flare into one of the ski goons' chests out of the bottom of his... I don't know. Are they ski crutches? Yeah, ski, ski sticks? Ski, ski poles. Ski poles. So he's, that's like a flare gun of some kind. Yeah. Kills that dude. Uh, then he does a somersault off a small jump. Um, facing him forwards again. He's pretty good on those skis. He is. Um, shoulder barges another goon out of the way and then heads off, heads towards an extremely high cliff. Huge. Um, three falls for a minute before whipping out the old Union Jack parachute. <sighs> Proper Lee, badass. I think I might have cheered. I was so into it. <laughs> yeah, we do. I think I described that thrills. before. Um, that there was more skiing coming up. You, yeah, you did call that. Um, but I didn't really capture the amazing scene there actually was. It, I, the whole intro, riveting, absolutely riveting. Yeah. The, and the music in this film is on another mm. level. Like yeah, I know yeah. a lot of it's like it's not original score. There was a lot no. of kind of classical. There was the Lawrence of Arabia theme tune and stuff like. Mm-hmm. But it made it like. I think maybe somebody listened to the Swanee Whistle in the last film and were like, guys, we've got to score <laughs> oh, this can, shit out. Got to do better than this. It <laughs> <laughs> has to be something else. Like, I can't invent something. That's fine. Just steal it from somewhere else. Just make it better. And they okay. did. It really, really helped. Look, guys, Broccoli's pissed with the fucking <laughs> slide whistle. First one. <laughs> First one with just Broccoli. So Saltzman's gone at this point. Okay. He's had enough. Yeah. Um, the one he note out I didn't... On a whistle. <laughs> yeah. As he left, they went... <laughs> um, uh, the one note I failed to read out there is when, in the very, very beginning of that scene where they're on the submarine, the guy walks in and they're playing chess and he sits down with his cup of tea and like the tea starts shaking and that's a sign mm-hmm. that something weird's going on in the submarine. Every sailor... Looks like one of the Walton kids from the Waltons. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure that's John Boy and Jim Bob, and they all look like the Waltons. Could have been. Maybe. No, not all of them, but. Well, there were a lot of Walton kids. 
Opening credits. Oh, man. So good. Nobody does so it better. Good. Nobody does it better than The Spy Who Loved Me. Nobody does it better. A great song, an even yeah. better Bond song I've written down. Oh. Really enjoy Um, Lyrics kind of made sense for once and weren't just mm-hmm. put together. Excellent. And the actual scene itself was really cool. I like that it actually had Bond in it. And, and he's interacting with them. And I like when he pushes over the marching women. It's like... Uh, it's like a story in it rather than just shots. Yeah. And mm. it's got like lo- loads of acrobatics. It's got some of the ski elements. If we skipped over the barrel shot, must have done. I didn't, didn't write down the barrel shot, to be honest. Just that. Was he it was different? wearing flares. Yeah. Oh. He's got flares on. Oh. Flare trousers. So, yeah, kind of everything around Moore is a little bit updated for this. So, like, he is in the titles. The ti- like the titles obviously still had the shadow element and the mm. shimmeriness. Yeah. But it was cleaner and it had more storyline to it. And it was interesting as opposed to just women shaking their asses around. It was like, yeah. I really like the stuff like doing acrobatics off of the, the length of the gun. Um, yep. and, do, and like swinging around it and stuff it was just so clever and the song so did I I don't know if I'd messaged you about this or whether I was holding on to it but I probably have heard that this song a lot growing up but the first time I recall really being introduced to it is when I went to see Radiohead when I was about 16 and they do a cover of it and I saw okay. them playing at Brixton Academy and their cover version is incredible and I remember being blown away that night and you can't get it like you can find it on YouTube a lot but you can't like it's not on Spotify to just add to a playlist or anything mm. um, and I would encourage you to listen to it because the the the, the bit where it's like dun, 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 like in the Radiohead version it's like mad guitar like wah, wah. It's, oh, it's so good it's so good <laughs> so you must listen to that I shall um Awesome opening scene then. Yeah. Opening credits. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. We're in Russia. Yeah. Triple X meeting Comrade General. Uh, he tells Gogol. her a sub's gone missing. What was that? Is his name Gogol? Gogol. Is that what his name is? Yeah, I think so. Gogol. Okay. Gogol. He tells her a sub's missing. She's been given a lead to go and go head off to Cairo. Also told her boyfriend's been killed in Austria on mission by an English agent. Do you say English or just an agent? I can't remember. But we knew at that point. So Gogol looks just like the dad of somebody I went to school with. And actually, Mm. you probably went to school with their sister. Okay. And I haven't spoken to them for many, many years. And I doubt you have. Would it be weird to now message them and say, hey, have you ever noticed how your dad looks like this guy? Yeah. Should I just leave that? Okay. All right. All right. So, Bond gets off a helicopter onto a naval ship slash base. I couldn't tell if he was actually on a massive ship or just in a naval base. Well, I think he's in a ship. Yeah. This opening scene. A bunch of Navy higher-ups greet him. One of them says, uh, Ark Royal, wasn't it? Which I assume is the boat he served on. Oh, okay. Because he's a Navy man. Yeah. Pretty much confirmed at this point. They're calling Commando and so on. Navy dude gives Bond a sheet of plastic. They then open some security doors 
to reveal a elaborate computerized map. It shows the English sub route, the missing English sub route that is. Bond then slaps a bit of plastic over the map and shows it's the same route, hey. showing the neighbor dudes that the routes have been compromised. Not cool, man. But they ask where the information came from. M tells him to do one. And then uh, Q's in. Q's still alive. Yeah, he's looking older. Can't believe he's in this till like 99. Uh, he explains that they're being tracked by a heat signature in their own wake, the wake of the water, I guess. M basically says that the root information came from someone in Cairo. So Bond's heading to Egypt. He sure is. Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, I completely forgotten about that scene. That's why I wasn't saying anything. I'm sure that all happened. That was pretty boring. However, then mm. we move over to meeting Stromberg, the actual villain. Yeah. So Stromberg is hanging out with these two guys, these two scientist guys who have created, I don't know what they've created, something he really wanted anyway. Here was something. And they created the submarine <laughs> tracking system. Okay. All right. Well done. The one they just talked about. and he's there and he's like i'm gonna pay you for this that's great but first i just need to sort this woman out i didn't see the bit i read up so i didn't realize she had stolen the information is that made clear in that scene yeah 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 okay all right does he tell her that before he sends out the room or does he only say that once she's got in the lift that makes more sense okay so um yeah so she gets in this lift but it's like a trap door yeah. And it's all set to this like beautiful classical music. And she kind mm. of falls through the trapdoor into, um, she's submerged in the water. And all of these like um, automated curtains open up around his, his den. And you just see her like, it's actually, but it's like beautiful. I was going to say she like gets eaten by the shark, but it's more like a dance. It's like mm. choreographed somehow. She's kind of entwined around the shark and the shark's going for her, but it's not like violent and graphic. It's scary, but it's somehow beautiful. It reminded me of, um, you've watched punk, punk, uh, Punch Drunk Love, the one with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And in that bit where there, the car crash happens and it's the cars mm. rolling round and round and they're just looking at each other the whole time. It was like that. It was like horrific and stunning at the same time anyway yeah. so she gets eaten and she's she's dealt with and so the guys are like okay well he's a bit of a nutter fine but let's let's get out of here and he lets them go off to fly off from his underwater pad by helicopter and then he blows them up and gets his money back and and so he's got what he wants he's got his money back and he's killed these two guys for no freaking good reason apart from the fact that he, he just gets his money <laughs> So then he gets, <laughs> then we're introduced to these, uh, these assassins that he's hired, Zandor and Jaws. Jaws. But before that, right? Oh, go on. So he dumps her in the water tank to kind of show them how powerful he is and what he can get away with, I suppose, before he sends yeah. them onto the lift. But he plans to kill them all a lot. Yeah. He sends them up on the lift, right? Yeah. He gets them in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Helicopter takes off, then it blows up to kill them. Mm. And then he tannoys through to cancel the payments of $10 million each. (laughs) I can't help but feel he should have just (laughs) dropped them in the shark tank and not paid them at all. 
And I mean, I don't know how much the helicopter cost him. So he's lost that money as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> he's lost the helicopter. Yeah. He's got two failed brank transfers. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to go against his credit rating. It is going to go against his credit rating. <laughs> credit ratings won't exist once you're living in uh, in Atlantis anyway. It's fine. Right. So strong... Strongberg, mm. the Bond car that's in this movie is in Grand yeah. Theft Auto. You can use right. it, you can go underwater with it and so on. And it's called ah. Strongberg. I never knew why. Ah, now I know. Now you do. So that's two do Bond like things in like... GTA now. Ah. There must be a Bond fan there. Do you feel like, you know we're doing this for, for a joke. Mm. Like, do you kind of feel quite close to the films now? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm actually enjoying the Roger Moore ones. Yeah. Now. We've got some big conversations to have later. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. We got to agree. Anyway, so he blows up there. You got to cancel some payments. Then <laughs> I thought, why not? Why didn't you just dump them in the tank? Bonds in Egypt, pulls up on a camel, heads into a mega tent, yeah. meets one of his old Cambridge mates. Um, yeah. Mm. So go. Bond wants some information on the submarine tracking system. His Cambridge mate gives up a, an address and a name, tells him to stay the night, and offers him a woman. Yeah. Well, he's like, stay the night, and Bond's like, no, I can't. And, and then he turns around and sees the woman. Oh, maybe I can. Yeah. Well, what he actually um, said was, well, <laughs> when one is in Egypt, one should delve <laughs> deeply into his treasures. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Just leave Egypt's treasures where they are. Yeah. Um, so that was his Cambridge mate, was it? Apparently so. Was that okay? He says that. Yeah, haven't seen you. Haven't seen you since Cambridge. Oh, uh, okay. That'd be called appropriation. Now I don't think he's allowed to dress like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hot. It's it's yeah. Isn't it more like well, a survival thing out there i don't know whether it's a bit of both survival and and culture because when it gets hot here i don't know that well skin protection i suppose isn't it kind of long garments and a headdress okay i I hadn't called that i didn't know what was going on there nice tent though lovely tent beautiful bit of tent (laughs) before that yeah you were just talking about jaws and shunda yeah, so they turn up and he says, go to Egypt and kill anyone that interferes with getting back our uh, blueprints for the tracking thing. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and Jaws doesn't say anything because he doesn't speak. He doesn't, but he can speak. I don't know why he doesn't speak in this film, maybe just because of the teeth. Hold on, what do you mean he, he can speak? How do we know that? He's in Happy Gilmore. Not as Jaws. Um, no, but it's kind of one of the only other things he did. Or any other things he's known for, I should say. I don't think the actor can't speak. I think the character can't speak. I don't think the actor can speak with those massive metal teeth. And and that's why he didn't. I don't think the character's meant to be able to speak. So there's a whole backstory to this guy. Mm. Um, And actually, bit of a Fleming... No. uh, Yeah, no, it will be a bit of a Fleming trait, because it was in the book, that Jaws was born in a circus. It's always a bloody circus, isn't there? Born to circus parents, can't remember what happened, but he ended up being like half kicked to death and kicked in the face and left for dead. And Stromberg found him and 
helped him out with the whole jewelry construction thing and built him uh. his metal teeth, which left him unable to speak because of all of the reconstruction. Uh, that is. Which has reminded me that the only thing that this shares in common with the Fleming book is the title. Fleming was so ashamed of how crap the book was that he'd written that he refused to sell the plot, only the title. So Bonhead's to the address that he got off of his uh, Cambridge mate. Yep. Sh- Shanda is spying on him. Uh, Bond wanders into the house. There's a woman there, said she's uh, there to entertain him whilst waiting for... Is it Fekish's house? Yeah, Fekish, yeah. Fekish, yeah. Fekish to turn up. They start to hook up. Bond is pressing her for information. And you see Shanda aiming a gun at Bond. Uh, the woman spots it, screams no. They spin around. She gets shot in the back. Shanda does a runner. And Bond they spin pursues. around or Bond uses her as a human body shield? Don't know. I think it's... Yeah, probably both. I mean, she's looking at a certain direction and screaming, and Bond kind of turns to look at that direction, and Andrew's uh, <laughs> as a handy body shoot. Whoops! <laughs> bit of collateral damage there. <laughs> so they end up having a fight on a roof roof garden. Yep. Nice roof garden. Quite nice. It's a bit Marrakeshi, yeah. Punches a throne. Shanda does the old bear hug, trying to break Bond's back. He's had that a few times now. Going to give you a bit of the old breaky bit. Bond escapes the hug. Uh, Can you say that in, in a, a Sheriff Pepper's voice? We'll say what? Say breaky back bear hug. Come here, boy. I'm going to give you a breaky back bear hug. <laughs> I can't. Big Bob. <laughs> Bond smacks him in the mouth and, he, and Shanda nearly falls off the roof but grabs Bond's tie. Bond's asked him for information on where Fekesh is and... Shunder screams the pyramids so Bond pimp slaps him and pulls his tie away and he, Shunder falls to his death wasn't in it very long no it wasn't it wasn't very memorable such uh, a Bond. neat little move though because the whole time yeah. he's like holding on to his tie like tipping back off the roof mm. and I put, I, this bit I saw on the commentary from the set guys I think that was like a last minute decision to do that tie flick thing he was like oh that was so-and-so's idea to do that okay so he must have like just come up with it like while they were there and yeah he just like he's holding on to his tie and he just flicks it yeah. <laughs> and he just that's it he's off the side of the room <laughs> bond straightens his tie and says what a helpful chap <laughs> <laughs> oh so this is the return of the death quips isn't yep. it, it so is, we had noted before the, <laughs> that he'd kind of shied away from that they were more he is more of a business territory yeah he's on a, he's on a mission this time and he's uh, yeah. hardcore on this one but they i would say that his death quips are funnier than connery's i mean he was talking to no one just then <laughs> true yeah okay so he's a bit of a mentalist okay, <laughs> uh, later that night bond is at the pyramids uh he is in a touristy outside show light show talking about the pyramids it's pretty cool i'd like to go to stuff like that it still happens ah yeah. And maybe I will. He spots Fekesh, who's sitting with Triple X. Jaws is also in the crowd. Fekesh is not happy to see Jaws, so he does a runner. Bond follows Fekesh, but so does Jaws. Fekesh heads into a restricted area and chains up the door. <laughs> uh, but Jaws just bites through the chains. They're like 16 mil link on those chains. <laughs> Do you know what they're made of? And chocolate? Licorice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast or uh, the commentary? commentary. <laughs> Jaws captures Fakesh and straight up vampire bites him in the neck. Yeah, now 
Jaws is a big guy, and obviously his jaws are a, a weapon. Mm-hmm. But why does he go all vampire with it? He always just like kind of gives him a little nibble on the neck. Why not just like tear a chunk out of someone? I have to assume he's a cannibal because you're going to get if you're biting through someone's yeah. neck, there's a lot of blood. Yeah. So he either likes the taste of blood. Or... Unless, as part of the jaw reconstruction, he has no taste buds. He might not have any tongue. Just like biting it when you don't see him spit it out. But maybe he's just like biting to release the blood to kill them. Yeah. But the side of the neck seems like a weird place. You go he... for the throat. Yeah. Okay. He does enjoy it as well, though. He does seem to be getting off on it. Yeah. It's hard to tell when he's smiling for pleasure or just because of the way his jaws set. Yeah. <laughs> he looks permanently happy. So you don't see Jaws take the microfilm, which is what they're all following Fekesh around for to get. Yeah. Bond finds Fekesh dead and then finds a note in his pocket saying 9.40 p.m. Max Kalber and a Majaba Club. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> That's right. It sounded all right. So he heads uh, out the tomb. Triple X is outside. Uh, she sets two two guys and Bond. Bond's got no trouble beating them up as he strolls off. So, Hope you enjoyed the show. Good night. <laughs> well, good night's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Triple X doesn't fight herself, yeah. really, does she? She, um, you don't see her fight apart from a scene we're coming to when they go off to, um, where do they go? Where do they go? Luxor. Um, she bumps into, like, her Bond startles her and she whips around in, like, a karate pose. So she was, mm. she would have done. So I think she's kind of like, yeah, oh, the beat. I can hear that now. Oh, do you think? Oh, I don't know what that is. Um... <laughs> No, I keep sitting on this, but it's not. <laughs> oh, I think I'm turning the volume up and down on this. Ah, you were really loud earlier. You're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've moved that now. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see a fight, Mark. There's something I had to mention about last week. Yeah. Last week, we're about to run out of time, aren't we? There's a bottle of wine, 1974 bottle of wine, and we didn't mention the date. 1974. God damn it. This meeting is being recorded. Where we get to? Oh, just talking about the wine, weren't we? 1974 wine, so we need yeah. to add that to the yeah. list. Yeah. Do you know we talked about the wine, though? We actually said yeah. the wine. You said the, we year, said the year, didn't even clock it was a date. <laughs> I know. We're stupid. <laughs> yeah. But it also suggests that it was not 1974, right? Like, he's told him the year, like, he should know it's a good year. But I think, like... But we we even joked at the time that it was like that is the current year. Yeah. Like and so... this is seventy seven, this one, isn't it? So it couldn't have been much. Oh yeah, I didn't say the date at the beginning. Oh man. Our format is screwed. <laughs> so Bond heads to the Majaba Club. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got that written down anywhere. I'm just gonna go with that. Majaba. Triple X walks in. Bond greets her by saying, Are you a drink major? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at the bar. Uh, the lady will have a Bacardi on the rocks. And the gentleman will have a martini shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Which he doesn't say yes to. Um, and I think I'd read before that that was Connery Bond's drink. Yeah, you told me. That's not what that, more yeah. drinks. 
in previous ones no. and he doesn't actually accept that drink they just they just look at one another they kind of like trying to impress each other of how much they know about each other all right? the time yeah yeah trying to outdo each other so it's got to be his drink mm. is it this scene i can't remember which bit where she starts like telling him about his own life is it while they're sat at the bar was it later it is soon <laughs> she then goes on to tell him about his life. It is this bit. So, yeah, so this is the first time where his whole backstory. So it, he is one bond. He's been married to Tracy. Yeah. She mentions Tracy and he looks pained as well. He cuts her off when she starts yeah. talking about her. It's too much for him. When she's wife being killed, um, Bond cuts her off and then walks away to go and meet Max. Yeah. Who's the club owner. Yeah, so it is so a I need to look into it at some point, yeah. Because there is like fan theory isn't there out there mm-hmm. about it being a role number that any person can can be or as opposed to one one guy it would make sense uh, it's the only thing that makes sense that someone can be the number these different yeah. time periods but but they've obviously thought at this not. point yeah yeah i quite like the doctor who-ness of it yeah um, generation so yeah it goes to meet max it goes to meet max isn't coming he does Triple X comes over. She wants in on a deal. Uh, Max excuses himself to make a phone call <laughs> where Jaws vampire bites in. So Jaws dresses Stop up it, as Jaws. a telephone. <laughs> Jaws, choose a baddie. Are you yeah. Jaws or are you Dracula? <laughs> One or the other. Christopher Lee had the same problem in the last yeah. film. Now you have to make a decision. Um, he's dressed as a telephone man. He's yes. dressed as a telephone engineer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to stand out regardless. Oh, yeah. I don't think disguising at this point is going to be helpful whatsoever. But, you know, maybe you know, he, he's a if you, boy. If you he were yours yeah. and you were going into that club and you didn't want to be noticed, what would you do? I would crouch a little bit and maybe cover my face in one of those. I would go to the bit. Cambridge guy. <laughs> I'd go to the Cambridge guy <laughs> and get one of those long dresses and that hat thing. Finding... A telecom engineer suit in his size must have been so hard. He's over seven foot tall. Well, not only that, but he had a sign written van outside. Yeah. I mean, he's gone to some effort for <laughs> yes. like a one-off vampire bite. He could have just walked in and done that. <laughs> so Max is dead. Yeah, he's gone. And this time Jules gets the microfilm. I keep going to say microfilm. <laughs> Do you know that? You know that? Reference? No. Okay. Tim Curry in um, Loaded Weapon. Where no. is the microphone? <laughs> Lost on me. Just, just cut it in there. I'll put it in there. Wilderness Girls. Yeah, you need to watch it. It's hilarious. Okay. Wilderness Girls. Bond finds Max dead, pursues Jaws doing a runner through the car park. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, what? <laughs> Can't just skip past the facts. That he finds Max dead and then picks up a sign from the telephone box that says oh, yeah. out of order and puts it on his body. Well, it's better than just dumping someone at a dance on a table. No, completely. You're putting a sign on. The deaf quips are back, but they're far more humorous <laughs> yeah. than, than yeah. Connery's. Fair enough. Jules jumps into his van. Bond hops in the back. Um, so does Triple X. Uh, we've really got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> Love your Bond voice. <laughs> As they are chatting in the back of the van, Jaws is listening to absolutely everything they're saying. They don't think <laughs> he can hear them. They drive all night. Seven hours, they're in the back of the van, and he does nothing with them 
the people he's meant to kill. He's got the microfilm now. Just kill mm. him. Get back to Stromboli. No, I'm going to drive seven hours, get out of the van and go for a walk. Like, what's the yeah, logic? There isn't he any, knows really. they're there. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's the point. I think I would back the van up onto mm. a wall <laughs> and then just leave. That's going to get proper yeah. hot in there. No one will be able to get out. That is nasty and what a real baddie would do. Yeah, I think I would be a very good baddie. <laughs> Jules pulls into some ruins, uh, heads off mm-hmm. out of the van. The two agents follow him but lose him in the ruins. And that's um, quite a nice scene, the way they're like they're walking between all the ruins and mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, stealthily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're both doing our stealth moves, um, like wandering between the pillars. And yeah. then he gets up really high somewhere. He's like on top of the pillars or something. Yeah, man. He's, he's into those pillars. Yeah. Uh, Jules attacks Bonds. Uh, they start to fight when Triple X pulls a gun on him, asks for the microfilm. But Jules does the old drop it and kick you in the face while you're picking it up bit. It's a classic. We all know it. Yeah. Jules then attacks Bond with a stick, but ends up hitting a support beam that and uh, some of the ruins fall on top of him. He's not dead. You know, no. I think he's also got superhuman strength, this guy. Okay. I'm trying to think of it. But yes, because he starts ripping the van apart. That. Yeah. The scene in Italy. Okay. But yeah, he's not dead. He's still moving. Um, Bond says Egyptian builders. So Triple X is trying to do a runner with the microfilm. Bond hops into the van with her. Bond's got the keys. So <laughs> Bond's just taking the piss out of her now. He's yeah. like dangling the keys in front of her. She's asking for the keys. She can't get the right key in, <laughs> in the ignition. He's like, why don't you try the large key? <laughs> and then Jules starts tearing the roof off the van. And Bob's just sitting there laughing while she's trying to get the uh, van into gear. <laughs> and all this time, so you got, I've got, um, while she's trying to get it into gear, it's making a lot of noise. It's like, can you play any other tunes? And then let's try reverse. That's backwards. And then... Uh, would you like me to drive? And then, women drivers. <laughs> Good lord. All unscripted. Oh, yeah? Where are you <laughs> getting this from? More. That was all more IMDb. All right. And Barbara Back hadn't ever driven a manual, manual. car before. So she genuinely couldn't drive it. And he was <laughs> genuinely poking at her. And you can almost see it in his face. Yeah. It's actually yeah. a really lovely scene. Like, he's really <laughs> trying not to laugh. So they run Jules over. Yeah. And she says, shaken, not stirred. Nice. And then they finally They're drive on a away. level, man. They're yeah. on a level. And look, it's her driving. It's like it's like Tracy. <laughs> mm. We're going to... Uh, okay. Bond thanks Triple X for saving his life. Uh, she says, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Then the van breaks down in the desert, so they start walking. And uh, the um, what tune is it that plays? I can't remember. The walk, walking through the desert song, is it Lawrence like of Arabia. Spaceballs or something. Oh, was that Lawrence? And it is in Spaceballs. Yeah. Is it oh, okay? Yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> so it wasn't. Oh, was it the same? Because I thought the Lawrence of Arabia one was when he drives in, when he rides in on a camel when he's off to see his Cambridge mate. Do they play the same no. tune twice? That's oh. a different song, I think, yeah. Okay. 
So I confuse Lawrence of Arabia with Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> They're very I've similar. I've never watched movies. Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, me either, actually. Yeah. I think I know what it's about. He just goes across the desert, doesn't he? Yeah, and like with that long... song. Yeah. With that Spaceballs song. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe they ripped off Spaceballs. I ain't found what? shit. We ain't found shit. Bob checks out the microfilm with a little mini projector and his cigarette case on the boat. Oh, nice. I've skipped that they got on a boat. Have yeah, I? They're on a boat. They're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Triple X is all tuckered out. So Bond often offers to warm her up. Uh, but she's been on a Siberian training course. <laughs> I've been on a training course. Siberian. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> Positive mental attitude. <laughs> they hook up a little bit before she pulls out a cigarette. Bond goes to light it, but she blows knockout powder in his face. Probably knockout powder is it goes everywhere, right? Yeah. It looks a lot out. like talcum powder. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You have to be careful. And you certainly don't want to inhale. No. And they're kind rude. of, you have to get in close to get a cigarette lit. But and she's had them tucked in her garter for about 24 hours now mm. and that powder stayed in there yeah it's impressive yeah yeah that's just going to be a cigarette case full of loose powder Bond, when bond wakes up triple x is gone um then bond heads through what i assume is cairo i've written down i assume it's we're still in cairo yeah heads into a ruin which is actually a secret base says good morning to money penny there seem to be a lot more uh professional with the more movies with Money Penny, there's no ass grabbing and. But I miss oh. her intimacy with Bond. I miss mm. her like, I miss the relationship they had that was something different to the relationships he has elsewhere. I love the little Bond feature of wherever this office moves to, there is always a coat stand. Yeah. <laughs> in a yeah. pyramid, in a boat, wherever they are, there's always. It always seems to be the same office layout for Money Penny. Like he'll come in from the right, she's there facing yeah. the other way towards M's office. You know, you got the coast there, and it's always set up the same, isn't it? Yeah. The commentary says there. they've still got the lever door. Uh, who they've has? still got it in like. Oh, what, in the, the pyramid? Like, it's still. No, that would be awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, they still have it in storage. It's not something that's ever become redundant. They still the have The original door, okay. Yeah. It's quite a flat, padded door. If you look no, at, like, got... a Chesterfield. Yeah. It's a lot, lot deeper, yeah. isn't it? But you're not sitting on a door. No, but I'd love to have a Chesterfield door. <laughs> that would be cool, but yeah. you can see in in this. I can't I can't remember where the padded door is in this. Is it in this scene or is it in them's office at the beginning or wherever it is? Oh no, they're not mm. in them's office. They're on the boat anyway. Um, you can see the two layers of leather in between. There is like a beautiful slice of wood. So it's like it is like yeah. it's a very opulent, well made door. I, I've come to appreciate a good solid wooden door. You appreciate wood? <laughs> come on, come on! I've got to find something. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd make a shit bond. <laughs> now, do you know the appreciate wood joke though? Oh no. Oh, Where's okay. that from? Uh Kirby enthusiasm thing. Oh, is it? There's a there's a season where um I think it ends up being uh Elaine from Seinfeld. She puts her drink down on a coffee table and leaves a ring. Larry David's blamed for it, and he spends the whole season trying to find out who actually left the, uh, the ring on the table. Uh, you appreciate wood? 
Yeah, I think I appreciate wood. You don't appreciate wood like I appreciate wood. Are we going to make another Seinfeld reference later? Yep. Okay. But not for the same reason you do, probably. Oh. It's actually coming up in a minute for me. Okay. Mine too obvious. I don't know what yours is. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> so Triple X has given it all that, that she's got the microfilm. Bond says not to bother looking at it. It's worthless. He's already checked it out. Um, but they should go and blow it up on the big screen with Q. Uh, they go through the old Q experimental lab area and they got an ejector tear, a sword chair. That'll bring tears to your eyes. Uh, and something else, I can't remember what it was. Oh, the splatter. It was the table. Thing. Oh, What table? Oh, the... Yeah, go on. The, the tea service. It's like it's almost like a hover, a long hover table with a tea service on a tray, which they pull back, and then it whizzes along the table and decapitates the person sitting at the other end. <laughs> it's got to be an easier way. Q reckons the plans are from Italy. Um, Bond spots a stamp on the edge of the microfilm, so they blow it up. Triple X recognizes it. M and the General decide to pair Triple X up with Bond, and they chuck him on a train. This whole scene was freaking hilarious. They're like, let's let's really focus in on this weird stamp, and it's like half a stamp. It's clearly half a stamp, and then the head, the head of the KGB, where the word is split in half. He doesn't he doesn't comprehend that there might be a missing bit of the word that's split in half. He just thinks because it's not visible, the word must be <laughs> oratory. What is an oratory? What could an oratory be? I've never heard of an oratory. It's a laboratory. Of course it's <laughs> like the you can see it's cut in half. These are the people run, running Russia. Yeah. It's all right, they worked it out in the end. They did. Mm-hmm. So Triple X and Bond head off on a train and they got themselves yep. a lovely little cabin. They did, very reminiscent yeah. of earlier of, films. Yeah, movies. Triple X wants to go to sleep, but Bond wants to have a few drinks. She ain't up for it, so he goes back to his room where he basically listens for the door, expecting her to come in. Reminded me of um, Temple of Doom when Indiana Jones is waiting for whatever her name was, Spielberg's wife to come in. Spielberg's wife? Yeah. <laughs> Triple X is hanging around the door also when Jaws jumps out of the wardrobe and attacks Triple X. Bond comes in and fights Jaws, who kicks... Oh, my sentence is too long for this screen. Who kicks Bond's ass? It wasn't that long at all. Jaws bites for a piece of... (laughs) Jaws bites for a piece of wood for no reason. He appreciates wood. He doesn't appreciate wood. He's buying for it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good joke, though. <laughs> I'm considerate of wood. Then attempts, to, <laughs> then attempts to bite Bond, but Bond electrocutes Jaws with a lamp and then flying brilliant. kicks him out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. That's got to hurt, right? Yeah. I don't know what I mean, you know when you get like strange. a bit of Kit Kat wrapper or one of your fillings and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that really hurts. Imagine mm. an entire lamp. Yeah. Against your entirely metal teeth. Yeah. After he gets electrocuted and flying kicks out of the window, window, he gets up and just dusts himself off and just seems slightly yep. annoyed, yep. which makes me think he is superhuman. I'll go with that. Triple X, what happened? Bond, he just dropped in for a bite. <laughs> <laughs> Triple X offers to tend Bond's wounds, they hook up, and then I put down that she's a two face. Oh. There's an episode of Seinfeld where 
he's there's he's got a girlfriend but she's a two-faced she's looks nice really beautiful in certain light and then really ugly in other light like dark lights or shadowy oh, hey. like a skeleton skeleton face she's one of them she's a two-face she's a two-face <laughs> like the batman villain if that helps you do you know look do you know what Mm. I was going to talk to you about this and then I thought I'm not going to mention it actually because it feels a bit judgy. It is judgy. <laughs> but she is a two-face. <laughs> she can look really, really attractive and yeah. really, really not. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. And I, I'm a fine one to talk because I generally just look really, really unattractive. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> like, the judgment. Don't worry about the judgment. <laughs> she so it's, it's really so strange just yeah. even in the same scene from slightly yeah. different angles like oh but then like, another like scene, her like, top wow. lip there's something going on with her top lip that can look almost alien like yeah but then very beautiful yeah very okay yeah that's not the seinfeld reference i was going with so they they're in italy they get to italy by yep. train yep and then q pulls up in the lotus esprit a Man. Bond car. It's been two films about a Bond car. I'm loving this movie. It's got a Bond car. It's got gadgets. It's got a fucking watch that pumps out label maker messages. Um, the car is white. It is. Mm. A beautiful car. It, it's a very angular car. car. Yeah. It's angular. Yeah. But maybe like a. We used to have a Capri parked around the... Well, I say we used to have a Capri parked around the back of the house. I think we've got a photo of a Capri parked at the back of our house. It's like a kind of a orangey, yellow, oh, the red one. colour. Oh, oh. No, the orangey-beigey red one. <laughs> um, I don't know that It's got those either. kind of angles, if that was even a Capri. Anyway, yeah, it's a nice car. Yeah. Too, I wouldn't... I, too angular for me, but okay, I could appreciate it. Q starts to explain how to look after the car, but Bond just will spins off while he's talking. <laughs> no one's got any respect for Q. He got told to shut he's up going. twice. <laughs> <That's really laughs> this one, he just drives off whilst talking to him. Um, oh, before he does that, yeah, yeah, before he does that, he just uh, just before he drives off, he's, he asks him to look after the car, and he says, "Have I ever let you down?" And then just will spins off. <laughs> Q's like Q just says frequently. <laughs> they get to the hotel. Um, Money Penny has booked him a two bed room, which uh, Bond's not Doesn't too like Money Penny. No, she's changed. Uh, yeah, they have a message. What do you think of the uh, receptionist? Um, yeah, she's all right. Were Why? you not <laughs> overwhelmed by the size of the frill around her collar? No, <laughs> there was more frill than there was anything else to her. It was bigger than her head. It was. I didn't notice the collar. <laughs> really? <laughs> she had a lot of cleavage. No, she didn't. She just had a lot of frill. Really? I think it was the illusion of cleavage. Is it the same one? A bit peacocky. It's like it's like she had like giant hair. That woman. She didn't have giant hair, but she had a bigger frill. Wow. Hmm. Now I know how men's minds work. <laughs> um, yeah, message up. from Stromberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they have a message from Stromberg that they are, well, that they can meet him because they're posing as a marine biologist and wife. So they head to, they head by boat to Stromberg's base. So I think marine he's got. biologist. Mm. No? Costanza? Oh, I see. <laughs> a strange calm came over me. I, 
I don't know if it was divine intervention or the kinship of all living things, but I tell you, Jerry, at that moment, I was a marine biologist. <laughs> all right, yeah, no, she does have a lot of cleavage. But I wasn't right? looking at that. I was totally looking at the frill. That you'll just have to look at the board. Oh, what the board? Yeah, it's so white. <laughs> Your face is glowing. Can you see it? Look at the frill. Oh, that is a big frill. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> I can see why you're looking at a cleavage. I see it now. Yeah, I was distracted. So, so fun. I think he even jokes about the cleavage. Um, I don't know if I wrote it down or not. Though I thought he was joking about the frill. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay okay so they're heading to strongberg's base yes with naomi with naomi the strongberg's base is the big spider slash octopus spider. looking thing yeah bond heads up in the lift to meet strongberg uh he's told that strongberg doesn't like shaking hands uh but he tries to anyway but gets denied power move don't know what that was no, so uh, I can't remember where I, where I learned this. So you're just going to let me have have it because, Cosley, this is the whole reason that Stromberg has his plot. Stromberg has webbed hands. He has flippers for hands. I see. And a, yes, and apparently you only really see, like, if you go to the cinema, it's more evident. But people, like, watch this film to, like, see a glimpse of his webbed hands. And you can only see it in certain things. But that's why he wants to live underwater i'm not joking oh. <laughs> um <laughs> i'm not but, joking okay but, but he wants to live on the bottom of the ocean his webbed hands are going to be no good there because he's got to be in like compressed underground i mean air. he's not going to be in the water much no but i think implode. he's just always felt at one with the sea creatures right that's why he doesn't shake hands <laughs> he can still shake hands even if they are yeah, but maybe. See, it'd be a bit patronising on Bond's part, wouldn't it? High five. That would be better. But Bond didn't go in for a high five, did he? Peck on the know. cheek. When did high fives become popular? <laughs> Before the seventies. Yeah. People high five um, in the sixties. <laughs> no. Well, I don't remember seeing it. When did high fives begin? <laughs> <laughs> Lee, like, there's a really specific date that comes up. <laughs> Do you want to I knew it. Where is it? <laughs> it's just after this movie. What year is this movie? 77. <laughs> I've it on the board. Oh, God. Yeah, where's the board? Ah, so white. 77. 77. Woo! You're so specific. <laughs> it's got two sources. Yeah. When did high fives begin? 1977. <laughs> Just after people watched the Strongbow movie and said, why didn't he have some kind yeah. of greeting where he can raise his hand? The first ever high five appears to have happened in 1977 during a baseball game between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. After a home run, Dodgers outfielder, Dusty Baker high-fived his teammate, Glenn Burke. Oh, Dusty. Dusty changed, and Glenn. Changed greetings forever. The high-five began accidentally. <laughs> that was no accident. <laughs> wow. There you go. So, yeah, that's why Stromberg didn't high-five. It wasn't even invented. <laughs> or around the same time. They just He wasn't watching baseball. He had other things. <laughs> Let's get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, so he denies a handshake. Strongberg quizzes Bond about his fist knowledge, and Strongberg gets knowledge bombed. He does. Bond knows about the poisonous fish that he points to. Bond also spots a hand floating around in one of the tanks of fish. Oh, I miss that. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really say anything, but yeah, there's a there's a hand there with like a ring on it. I assume it. No, it couldn't have been one of the scientist guys. No, it's it a must bit manly be to be the woman scientist. Well, scientist blew okay. up in a helicopter. Oh, sorry, not scientist. The secretary, I meant. Yeah, look mannish, but maybe it was all bloated because it's been in the water. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he didn't like her. Really, that she had mannish hands. Man hands. Had another <laughs> another Seinfeld episode. Man oh hands. Had man hands. Man hands. The hands of a man. It's like a creature out of Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> she had man hands, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the whole of Seinfeld was based around this film. Yeah. Is there a is there a bit of this film where Bond deliberately tries not to masturbate for a really long yeah. time? Um, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the meeting doesn't last long. Strong word mostly talks about himself, saying that he's a recluse, and he also shows Bond the underwater city model. Did you uh, spot the undercity model village? No. No. Okay. Really? There was a proper. Well, it shows a model of Atlantis. It's a whole village right in this scene. In the sea. Fish in the scene. This scene where he meets Strongberg with his fucking fish hands. (laughs) Strongberg cuts the meeting short. um, Says he has to do something. My question was, why did they meet? I know uh, it's beneficial for Bonds to meet him, um, to have a, like, a snoop around, but um, why did Stromberg agree to meet a marine biologist? I think he just wanted... I think he just loves fish because of his hand. He just wanted to share hands. some knowledge. Because of his fish fingers. Yeah. Can I just tell you something else weird? <laughs> yeah. Right. What I really wanted as my background image was a picture that we didn't even talk about. Right, hold on, hold on. The Egyptian folklore gang were at... (laughs) 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 That's who I wanted as my background image. And I kept Google's image searching, couldn't find anything. Now I've Googled the spy who loved me model village. The first... the. One of the first results is a brilliant picture of the Egyptian folklore gang. Mm. We didn't mention during the whole club scene the Egyptian folklore gang and their musical efforts in the background. They were insane. Yeah. Like they were like getting high on just shaking their heads around, the colour, the dancing, the music. I like the dress things. They're like massive dresses that like and so colorful spinning around yeah pretty good who is that cool band the polyphonic spree mm. do you remember them in no. the 90s maybe they were kind of like they came across like a bit of a cult and they all wore long dresses and they'd all harmonize and stuff had a bit oh, okay. of that going on like full-on like high on life type yeah. vibes they were i really like them but i keep looking them up because the way that amazon this meeting is being recorded. That's louder. So the, way, the way that Amazon um, had put the Egyptian folklore gang as one of the high credits on the on the film synopsis stuff made me think that they were like a big deal. Okay. But you can't find them anywhere else. I kind of. I'll let you put a picture of them on there. 
No. Amazing. And I would have liked to like if they were like an actual group that could be credited in such a way, you'd think you could find other stuff of them doing some other brilliant dancing and singing, but you just cannot. No. <laughs> you really cannot. There it is. Strongberg cuts the meeting short. Bond heads back down to Triple X. Uh Strongberg talking to Jaws, he gets confirmation. Oh, this is why he wanted them there. He gets confirmation that they are the agents that Jaws saw in Egypt. Um, surely a photograph would have done the same thing, but they might. I mean... uh, Strongberg tells Jaws to kill them, but only once they get back to land. Love of God, just use the lift. What is with letting people get <laughs> a little bit away? I mean, he's got the lift. Use, use the lift. <laughs> uh, Bond and Triple X are back in the Lotus and they pick up a tell from a motorbike and sidecar. Cue the goddamn car chase. Yeah. This is a good car chase. This, this is, is a, a proper good Bond chase. goddamn car chase. <laughs> <laughs> so Bond notices the tell after Triple yeah. X benches it or says he's noticed him well, for about a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then floors it. Bike gives chase and then launches its sidecar as an explosive rocket. But Bond weaves between two trucks, one carrying mattresses, and the rocket destroys one of the trailers the trucks pull in. Feathers go everywhere in the explosion. And the motorcyclist can't see through the feathers and crashes through the barrier off a cliff to his death. All those feathers and still couldn't fly. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they pick up another tail, this time from, from a car with Jaws in the passenger seat, shooting out of the Some window. Yeah, a few other goons in there. After a few corners, Bond releases what looks like a cement out of the rear of the Lotus, covering the yeah. tail's windscreen, causing the car to also go off the cliff. The car lands in a little Italian man's house. In a little Italian <laughs> man's house? The old man is freaking out outside. Causes, uh, casually walks out of the house, dusting himself off. We assume all the other guys are dead. Again... Yeah. Showing that he's superhuman. Superhuman. Yeah. And now the Lotus is being chased by a helicopter. Piloted uh, by Naomi. Naomi. Who herself. apparently had sat on a bee earlier in the day and had given her quite a vicious sting to the arse. Mm. But she had to do the set anyway. It it the set, the scene. So it was either this bit where she's in the helicopter or the bit where she's in the boat earlier with uh triple x she's actually in a huge amount of pain and apparently that comes across in her face okay so they're being chased by a helicopter yeah ever get the feeling someone doesn't like you uh the chopper has a mounted machine gun and no matter how fast bond drives they can't escape the helicopter so bond launches the lotus off a pier and into the ocean where the car turns into a lotus sub oh my god freaking awesome I, I mean, before, uh, and we need to really do this justice. So before we go on, I mm. particularly loved in the helicopter car scene, like at one point he kind of like, he tries to lose her by kind of uh, doing a U-turn. And go, stuff, yeah. yeah, but she follows him. So the helicopter does mm. like the donuts as well. It was actually really, really cool. Yeah, really good car chase. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't stop there. He He launches into the ocean. The Lotus turns into a submarine Lotus. Q, you've outdone yourself. It's pretty goddamn awesome. Do you know what I particularly loved about it? Like, Mm. it wasn't stupid. 
it was just no. a couple, just these really sleek looking tiny little um, fins yeah. at the side. The wheels turned in to protect itself and it just, it glided. It was so smooth and sexy and beautiful. It wasn't like a stupid transformer doing all of these <laughs> weird big turns in. It just, it was beautiful. Oh yeah. They're kind of sitting still under the water for a moment, but the helicopter's just hovering above them. So uh, Bond takes out the helicopter with a uh, with a rocket. Yep. Um, killing Strongberg's woman. I assume that was his girlfriend. I don't know. No, it was his replacement secretary. Right. Oh, after killing um, the other one. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am much better. I think. Um... <laughs> What's the difference between a rocket and a torpedo? Is a rocket up and a torpedo's along? And is that always... Yeah, torpedoes through water. Yeah, same thing, I suppose. Oh, torpedoes are only through water. I believe so. Uh, that makes sense. Hmm. I'm just... Um, I'm just... I don't know if you can... No, you won't be able to see that. I'm, uh, I'm just putting the film back on on the other laptop so I can have a look at Model Village while we're talking. Right, right, right. Uh, Bond, alone at last. So they take a cruise to Strongberg's base and it's got some really yeah. nice music. Beautiful. Yeah, really good. Um oh, right, sorry, pause. That is definitely her hand. <laughs> it's got bracelets all up the arm. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. The secretary, yeah. Yeah. So they take an underwater cruise back to Strongberg's base and they peek through one of the windows and see a bunch of goons. Uh the Lotus sub then gets chased by two scuba goons. Scuba goons are back. Fantastic. <laughs> but they're who much are, better scuba goons. They are, yeah. Uh, who are shooting rockets at him. Uh, so Bond does a U-turn and fires back, killing one of them. Um, then some mini-subs, like two-man mini-subs come out, uh, shooting rockets at the car again. Bond runs over a guy underwater. <laughs> Just really good. <laughs> <laughs> then a mini-sub mini shoots another rocket that springs a leak in the Lotus. Um, Triple X then jumps on the controls and hits the, uh, I think it was ink or maybe an oil slick, I don't know. I assume ink, it's underwater. Yeah. It's like octopus kind of stuff. Um, so the mini-sub can't see anything, then she drops a mine and blows up the mini-sub. Bond wants to know how she knew about the controls, and she explains <laughs> she stole the blueprints to the car two years ago. <laughs> <It's> brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I like that it only came back to her at that moment, like because she keeps, yeah. seemed a bit surprised when the car actually started transforming, and That's then right. she was like, "Oh, hold on, I know a little secret function." <laughs> so I put possibly the best car chase to date on there, but I guess we'll discuss it later. Mm -hmm. So the Lotus is leaking pretty bad, and they need to get to land. Uh, they then cut to a bunch of people sunbathing on the beach as the ro the Lotus rolls out of the water. Uh, Bond opens one of the windows and chucks a fish out onto the sand. She could have chucked it in the sea while they were kind of coming out. But the the little look on his face as he does it though, I can't. Yeah. It's like um, it's very comedic, but he's it, it, he looks like he's broken character for a minute. He's kind of <laughs> yeah. got like a little of a bit of a cheeky like dropping a fish out the window. But yeah, whatever look that might be. Right, I found the model village. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I don't know if I'd call it a village, but... Well, I guess it's a... I mean, what would you call it? It's a, it's... It's a house. It's his... Because there's only one house, isn't it? No, it's his or underwater it city. He shows him his underwater city plans, doesn't he? I mean, that's really only... Okay. 
All right. <laughs> uh, me and Stromberg would have some model village chat, I think, oh. if, if we'd had a chance to meet, but okay. He'd put you in the lift. <laughs> I know about that lift. I'd pull a bond <laughs> and straddle it so I wouldn't yeah. go down it. So they get back to the hotel. Bond gets a message at the hotel room. Um, they have some information on Strongberg's mega ship. Uh, it is not pulled into a port for nine months, and they need to investigate the ship. Triple X whips out a cigarette, so Bond lights it for her, and she compliments his lighter. Um, he tells you he bought it in Austria. Uh... She asked him when he was there. He told her three weeks ago. She shows him a picture <laughs> of her boyfriend and asks Bond if he'd killed her. Killed him. Um... Right, right. Right, yeah. <laughs> Three weeks. I mean, fine, be angry with him for killing him. Yeah. But you've already fucked Bond. <laughs> like, it's only been three weeks. Yeah, but you've got no moral high ground. After they were put together. That wasn't part of the job, was it? It wasn't part of the job. No. Because I think back, I think it's part of the job sometimes for Bond. But I think this is after they were put together as a team, wasn't it? It, it was after. No, well, so you said they got together. You said they hooked up. Yeah. And it depends what you mean by hooked up, because I I had thought they had hooked up, and I think it's in the train after Jaws goes out the window. Oh, yeah. Start getting it on. But let me just check it with, whether it was IMDb. There was something I had read that had said that they kept trying to get it on, they keep being interrupted, and at the end they're able to get it on. Suggesting mm. it's the first time, like all of these things get in between until then. But I think they get it on in the train. Yeah, I reckon so. Nothing stopping them. No. So she asks Bond if he killed Harry Chess, dude. Uh, Bond says, when someone's behind you on skis at 40 miles an hour, shooting, t- trying to put a bullet in your back, you always, <laughs> you always have time to remember. Oh, you don't always have time to remember a face. In our business, people get killed. It was either him or me. The answer is, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that was a long one. <laughs> you did it well, though. <laughs> um, so she says, when the mission's over, she's going to kill him. And they go to their separate ends of the room. She's not happy about it. I mean, she's pissed. Yeah. Jump straight into a shot. Of the two being... Oh, right. So just after that scene, the next scene is them strapped together being lowered from a helicopter uh, face now to face. Now, this is awkward. And Bond's just grinning in her face. Yes, yes you were strapped to the one that worse. killed your ex-lover. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows she can't help but love him still. Yeah. Nobody does it better. That's the problem. Nobody. <laughs> Bond has got a big cheesy grin on his face uh, while Triple X looks away. It's an American sub. The commander says Triple X can shower in his quarters for whatever reason. She does. And some bloke sneaks a peek. Yeah. <laughs> it was no pretty grim. That. Yeah. <laughs> she goes in the shower and then it cuts away to an image of the submarine and the submarine gets an erection. The submarine goes like that. And then it cuts back to the inside of the submarine where the guy then sees her in the shower. So it's like a little like penis joke. Yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks a pig. The sub heads for Strongberg's ship. As they approach, they have a systems failure like the other subs and then the big boat swallows them up. Kind of like the space Pac-Man ship from a previous movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 
the sub docks in the ship. They're then threatened that the sub will be filled with deadly gas if they don't come out unarmed. They do. Bond and Triple X trying to blend in, but a goon knocks the hat off of Triple X and they're spotted and taken to Strongberg's office. So genuinely, the next half an hour, I couldn't give a shit about. Yeah, um, it was rough. Even when I was reading about it, even in all of the sources. Yeah. Big fights, explosions, fire. Yeah, this was, although it was a massive war kind of fight, this yeah. was really slow paced. They really kept yeah. stopping the yeah. fight. And this is what I meant about the balance of the movie. It could have been such faster paced, this this whole section, but it wasn't. Yeah. Especially with the slow this... fucking subs. Like, when the uh, subs escaping, each other. it's like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, when, uh, so in the commentary, so this set was purpose built for this mm. and it's still the second biggest set that is called the bond set or the 007 set and it's still used for a lot of other stuff okay fair enough yeah um that's it that's all i got here we go then i'm gonna burn through this section yeah (laughs) so his plan is to nuke the planet and start a new order under underwater in a city is that right yeah (laughs) or rather he's not gonna nuke the planet he's going to make it look like he's gonna he's gonna create a new world war by starting the new king but i think he wants okay. someone else i mean his plan's flawed he wants he's gonna start he, this world war so that mm, everyone dies so that he yeah. can create an underwater city with who i don't know plus couldn't you just create an underwater city anyway yeah and just say come if you want yeah come down it's nice yeah yeah Anyway. Don't be worried about your webbed hands or whatever other physical <laughs> yeah. deformities you're ashamed of. Come and join us. We don't judge. Even you, Two Faced, you can come. <laughs> yeah. Nah, not Two Faced. Imagine the lion down there. Be awful. <laughs> but she doesn't. She doesn't respect wood. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be Bond... right with Jaws then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bond asks him. When I say him, I was, yeah, they're in Strongberg's office. So Bond asks him how much money he wants, but Strongberg says it's not about money. He's just trying to save the planet. Uh, the agents watch helplessly as the subs head out. Bond is sent to be with the other prisoners, and Triple X says to stay with Strongberg as they head off on a... I don't know, I wasn't listening. Monorail! Monorail! Oh, God damn it! And I'd even written it to go, Monorail! <laughs> but I actually wasn't listening to what you were saying. I was busy posting something on Instagram. The monorail is it's awesome. controlled. Yes, it's actually you controlled it from your little monorail pod, and this one launched itself outside of the base into the water, and like the shell splits off, and it turns into a speedboat. It's, it's an awesome monorail, and it was really shiny. Yeah, so they head off. <laughs> so the Strongbird said, "Head." <laughs> Sorry, I can cut that out. <laughs> speedboat heads off on the open water so bond is being matched, marched back to the prison area uh he takes yep. on two goons grabs a harpoon and gets a two for one shot with them straight through both of their chests does a runner from the other goons firing at him uh bond jumps into a monorail puts a gun to the bloke's back and says him to keep going uh, they pull up at a jail cell. Bond knocks out the driver and the door goon. Runs in, shoots the goon on guard and releases the English Navy guys. So the English Navy guys grab some guns, uh, open up the cells for the Russians and the Americans. 
they make it to the armory. They all get some guns. Um, they're full on war against the red, uh, the red jumpsuit goons. Lots of grenades are thrown. Lots of goons are dying. Uh, lots and lots. The boats are exploding. English captain gets shot holding the grenades. Bond throws it into the water at the last moment. They then head into a control room, but it's walled off by a thick metal door. The goons shoot a bunch of the Navy whilst they're trying to get to the door, so they retreat into a nuke room. And there's a quick cut scene where um, you're with Strongberg and he's got Triple X tied to a chair. She's now in some kind of bikini top and trousers. Where does the bikini come from? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very... It's well Princess fitting. Leia, Jabba the Heart. <laughs> yes, right. Strongberg Another is... film I haven't actually watched. Oh, my God. <laughs> you haven't watched Star Wars? No. None of them? No. Not that I can recall. I know bits of them, and I'm maybe when I was a kid I watched them with you, but I never... Not intentionally. I, say, I must have watched that a hundred times, and it was the only telly in the house. What were you doing? Maybe I was in another room. <laughs> I'm not reading a book. Res- respecting like. wood. <laughs> respecting wood. <laughs> Strongberg is informed. Maybe of I was situation. at a model village. We just don't know. <laughs> uh, so he's uh, Strongberg's displeased of the situation. Um, tells the captain of the boat that he's yeah, make sure it doesn't get any worse. I'm not pleased. Bond dismantles a nuke and gets a detonator out. He has to pull the detonator out without touching the signs. It's like a game of operation. Uh, but a really boring one. Yeah, super boring. Um, if it was me, they were pulling out that detonator really slowly. It was a long detonator and you couldn't touch the metal sides. So I would have like, taken off my jumper and wrapped it around it. Uh, before pulling was he it wearing out. a jumper? Well, one of them must have been. There was like 100 guys there. <laughs> No Someone could take jumper. the top <laughs> Strongberg's got spare outfits. Clearly, he's given something to Triple H. Yeah, exactly. Strongberg, what's in your wardrobe? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about touching the sides. Then they use a detonator to blow the door. Bond uses a camera globe to scale the ceiling so he's not seen approaching the door, sets the timer. <sighs> <laughs> and then sets the timer and then pushes himself away but gets stuck starts moving again just in time so he does get blown up the navy storm the control room they wipe out all the goons they've only got four minutes left before the subs start shooting their nukes they instead get the subs to blow each other up by changing the targets so everyone dies on those boats bam uh, little subs I should say were there, actually, there was no were there people on them yeah because you've got like you've got two cutscenes of the two captains going Oh, we've had a change of coordinates. Put the new coordinates in, blah, blah, blah. Oh. So they were manned subs. Oh. But they're all goons, so, you know. Okay. The mega boat starts to explode for no reason. The remaining <laughs> Navy forces get onto a sub, blow a hole in the door, and do an extremely slow runner from the boat. <laughs> and then I've actually just typed, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> mega boat sinks. Wrong. Yeah. The sub heads to Strongberg's home base. Uh, the Navy, the Navy have instructions to blow the base, but Bond asks for time to save Triple X. I had something here from earlier. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, that's right. You were saying um, who wrote these books? Fleming. Yeah. You can tell it wasn't one Fleming's written because he actually goes back to save the woman. Save the woman. Yeah, true, yeah. true. <laughs> 
Uh, he requests time, uh, which they give him, and then asks for his bag that was sent by Q. It's a build-it-yourself jet ski. It was a cool little thing. He even had like yeah. 70s stripe, go faster stripes on it. It's pretty cool. Q's on it, on the design front. Yeah, that's right. Bond heads up the lift. Strongberg tries to do the old shark dunk, but uh, Bond straddles the edges of the lift. Clever. Comes into Strongberg's office um, <laughs> and says, you did want me to drop in. Nice. Bond puts four bullets in Strongberg, <laughs> two in the dick. It's pretty harsh. Did you see that? Yeah, but but you saw how it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that whole scene is bizarre. So Stromberg's sitting at the end of like a twelve foot, eighteen foot table. Yeah. Which has a pipe, a very narrow pipe running from one end to the other that he shoots down into the pipe, so the bullet comes out and Bond just jumps out of the way to miss it. Yeah, I think it's a harpoon. I think it's a harpoon gun that's so got so the harpoon's shooting down this tube. I think. Oh, okay. Well, still, it's still a tube. Yeah, yeah. Because then Bond shoots back down the tube. He does. I just—it seems very—it seems—it seems like an odd weapon to have. It has to assume you're definitely sitting at the table. There's little flexibility in that model. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's what Strongbow you know, is all about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe it's because of his webbed hands. Oh, he can't hold the gun, so he has to have maybe. it mounted. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So Bond puts four bullets Shoot, in. Yeah. <laughs> Two in the dick. Yeah. Two in the chest. Yeah. Bond heads off to find Triple X, but Jaws turns up. Bond shoots Jaws in the teeth. Uh, yeah. Ain't no, however, it ain't no thing. Bond, <laughs> Jaws said, "Don't give a fuck." They slap each other around a bit. Bond gets, uh, Bond gets into the shark dunk room. So they're on like, um, like a bridge across the water, aren't they? Yeah. Or like connecting bridges. Um. There is a remote control big magnet in there for some reason. I couldn't work out why that would be in the shark tank room. No, it kind of makes there's... sense to do with something with the submarine things, but not yeah. in the shark room. No. But... The only thing I can think <laughs> of is no those shark cages that you can be lowered oh, into. Yeah. Maybe it was yeah, for one of those. You wouldn't want to rely on a magnet, though. No. Um. So Bond controls it whilst just grinning at Jaws. Jaws yeah. doesn't really know what's going on, so he's approaching him very slowly because that's what Jaws does. Jaws just looks confused at him. Then Bond looks up, stunned. So Jaws looks up to see what he's looking at, and the magnet is right above his head and draws his teeth up to the magnet. <laughs> <laughs> How does that grab you? <laughs> Bond dumps Jaws into the water with the shark. But Jaws eats the fucking shark. Jaws eats the shark, man. Yeah. So, actually, one of the things... Keep going. Keep, uh, no, don't keep going. I'll look. have got one more what scene. Did... Last scene. So, yeah, go for it. Uh, okay, no. It's right. Jaws. Um, I was just checking when it came out because there was a... Uh, I kept reading stuff about it referencing Jaws because it was quite a popular film. It came out in 75. Oh, just... right, right, yeah. Okay. There's probably some pretty cool James Bond Jaws posters where they've used the film Jaws poster, I imagine. Some like switch up posters might have looked like Yeah. Out. So the sub runs out of time and torpedoes the base. Bond finds Triple X and they try and escape the sinking base. They hop into some kind of escape pod, which is equipped with some shampoo. Got shampoo <laughs> in there. 
<laughs> Everybody drink. drink. I finished. <laughs> when you got raspberries left. Uh, Triple X pulls a gun on Bond when they're in the pod and says, The mission is over, James. She's about to pull the trigger <laughs> as he pops his cork and asks if he can have one final request, which she grants. No, that's not what happens. What happens? She shoots the cork off the. She uses her billet to shoot the top off the champagne. She doesn't, does she? She does. Yeah. Let me check. I've got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh... um, his final request is to get out of those wet things. Then they hook up. And then I put, man, she is the worst. Because <laughs> 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 she kind of is. Her boyfriend died three weeks ago, man. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, she. Well, fair enough, right? She's grieving. She <laughs> finds a guy who's into her. But then when she finds out that guy killed, killed her boyfriend. Uh, but then yeah, I also she... wrote the same as Bond, I suppose. And then you see Jaws swim off. Yeah. And apparently when that was shown at the cinema, people were cheering. Yeah. Love what they Jaws. should have done was the. Uh, the scene from the end of Jaws where he's holding on to like a barrel or whatever it is and it's just like doggy paddling back to shore. <laughs> yeah, she does shoot the cork. Does she? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I didn't, did not, I could see, because you see a picture of a, a bit of film with her pulling the trigger, but I didn't see yeah. it actually happen. Um, so Bond's pod is picked up. MQ and a Russian dude are stood there on the boat. They ask, <laughs> they ask Bond what he's doing. Keep him up the British end, sir. <laughs> Pulls the curtains, close the end. Yeah, that whole sub base bit was a proper drag. Do you know, so before we started this, I'd already decided how many money pennies. Okay. And I was going to go in with a five. But actually talking through the submarine scene, you've reminded yeah. me, yeah. It's a four for me. It's just, it's such a shame because that is the one scene. Yeah. And actually, there's so much to that scene. The explosions are amazing. The amount of people, the set is insane. It's really, really mm. good. There's just way too much of it. Yeah, too much of it and too many cutaways from action just to slow dismantling yeah. nukes or straddling yeah. cameras to get across without being seen and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just... um. The pace up to that point was so furious and then just almost grinds to a halt uh, and you just, yeah, it just pulls you out of the film, really. I feel exactly the same and it's a four. So you predicted. Yeah, I called it, man. If it wasn't for that proper five, this is like the first Bond film where the gadgets are in check, cars in yep. check, Bond's proper Bond, yep. bang in tune. Great storyline. Union Jack parachute, come on. <laughs> um, actually, just because the film is still playing next to me, at the end, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it says, um, we'll be back with, um, what does it say we'll be back with? It says we will be back with For Your Eyes Only. But they rush Moonraker in because of Star Wars. And they want, everybody wants to launch a, everybody uh, wants to have like a space film. Interesting. Yeah. 79. There you go. Are you born 77? 78. 78. I was 79. So in the next film, we're both officially alive. Yeah. I don't think we watched it. <laughs> no, I should hope not. 
I don't recall mum and dad being... Lee's two months old. Let's go to the cinema. (laughs) Watch it, you little shit. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of don't like that. Oh, Oh, no, we're on eight with it, aren't we? It's a shame. Yeah, that is a shame. Yeah. Oh, my changing the scores really fucked things up, didn't it? Sure did. (laughs) why did i do that oh i'm sorry oh well i mean (laughs) no don't change it again please no more (laughs) oh it's so far down the list i thought we'd have a lot of lower scoring films battling it out but we've got a lot of films at eight and above half the films we've scored eight and above yeah, I think it just turns out we like Bond. Yeah. Worry. All the other things we might like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I will say about this movie is that I liked it kind of because I could connect with it more. The 60s ones were difficult to kind of even comprehend some of the stuff that was happening. Oh, it's interesting. kind of getting closer to our own our own of reality. And, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the 80s. It's going to be great. Yeah, and it's not the films getting better, it's us relating to them more. Yeah, I think so. Huh. That's deep. (laughs) Deep shit. All right, Triple X Bond Girl. Um, Like, she's awesome and everything, Mm -hmm. but she is two-faced. She is two-faced. no pig face. There it is. I think... um... Not that it matters to you, but third place. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Under Tracy. Yeah. yeah. Do Do you want to? You know, you know, we've got issues with the rest of this scoring system. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you want to just go with a top three? Should we just get rid of the rest and we no. just work on a top three? <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bond theme. Um, I think it's number one. I think it's number one as well. Oh, I thought we were going to argue about that. No way. I cool. fucking love this song. <laughs> and I haven't stopped singing it. And I keep just like... I've been listening to it so loud in the car. Yeah. It sounds really good, like, bellowing out. It's really good. I think I just it's... like full band, like a full band track, like the Lulu yeah. track last time. Yeah. you got like the whole, you've got the brass horns, you've got everything playing. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty good. Will you listen to the Radiohead version? Yeah. Awesome. Right, this one's a difficult one for me because Jaws okay. is very notable. Yeah. And he comes back. Yeah. One of the only ones to come back. Um, but does he beat Scaramanga and Nick? I say no. Personally. I say no. And I, and I, and I also think should. he doesn't beat. Right. So I agree, right? I think he probably should beat them, but I'm not willing to let them go yet. Yeah. They've not been out there long enough. <laughs> but also, Jaws and Scaramanga are a whole different type of baddie to Wint and yeah. Kid. Wint and Kid were just like, um, it's more psychological. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for now, should we put Jaws at third and then see what happens after the next film? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think so. Why are we agreeing so much today? Because <laughs> we love this movie. This movie's great. <laughs> Apart from the last 30 minutes. Yeah. Car um, Chase, Car Chase number, straight number up one. to number one. 
Yeah. Bye, Ma'am. Tracy. Sorry. Rest in peace. <laughs> she's. Oh no, she's in second place. Okay. Well, that was easily done. That was easily done. We just. This film is the is uh, the golden it's child. The I can't believe it. it. Only it's only halfway up the actual rankings of the movies. I know. I mean, maybe it's the money penny system that's flawed. Maybe we just need to top three it like we are doing with the other things. <laughs> You're top three would... it, not me. <laughs> what? <laughs> the spy who loved me? You're not top threeing it. I'm top all of it. All of it. I put these in order, remember? They're all in order. What I think are the best to worst. Oh, you've done that for the rest of the categories? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Because ah. you, you weren't fussed about it. You just wanted the top no. spot. So I yeah, changed yeah. them all into what I think they should be. Yeah, it looks good to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not arguing. But but the film ratings, though. So mm. in, the, in the first column. I think the extra want... points messed it up slightly. Well, but still, even without them, we've still got three. What's Russia with Love? Is that a nine as well? They would all be eights, the ones that yeah. are nine. So it's still an eight with the rest of them. It doesn't change anything. What I'm saying is if we drop the money penny score and just rearrange them. <laughs> but then... <No. laughs> we're, not, we're not. But we could rearrange all the nines into order that we actually do like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. So yeah. we can put the spy love me right at the top of the nines. Yeah. Okay. From Russia with Love, You Only Live Twice, and Man with the Golden Gun. So Golden Gun stays under the spy who loved me. Um, yeah, Goldfinger should come down now, shouldn't it? Um, no, because <laughs> that think... thing where it says, and a Q, is my extra one. So Goldfinger orig- so Goldfinger's actually at 10, and Her Majesty's Secret Service is actually at 11. Oh, so there... <laughs> Golden Gun's <laughs> Not... better than Goldfinger. But but Golden Gun was eight and Goldfinger was nine, so it's not our scoring system already no, without Golden my Gun, extra point. Golden Gun didn't get an extra point, didn't it? That, that was last week. Oh, that was last. Should we start from the start? I think we should take your extra points off. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> so, just to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> so, you've changed the uh, numbers? Yeah, and I'm just changing them on the main board. So, where? Oh, it's my love me. Yeah, that, that looks better, doesn't it? Goldfinger, Golden Gum. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Thunderball 3. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All righty. <laughs> Okay. Ah, oh, it feels like I, everything and... is good with the world again. <laughs> I won't do it again. <laughs> Are you happy with "You Only Live Twice" over from Russia with Love? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Or am I? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Spy Love Me. It's so weird that Spy Love Me isn't higher because I think it's a really good film. I know. But we've already discussed it. That's where it is. I was so close to giving it five. Yeah. And we're not doing points, point fives. <laughs> not now. 
right at the beginning of this we discussed it's a one to five system there's no half points and all that didn't we you going five you give i think i might hold on goldfinger i gave goldfinger a five okay and i gave man with the golden gun a four i I, do you know i do prefer this to man with the golden gun okay yeah i do i do and i'm doing it i'm changing it i'm quite happy about it i can't give it a five well i'm happy you have because i want it to be in second place (laughs) it was only talking to you about man with a golden gun yeah made me like it more it didn't grab me at the time but this film like bar that last scene i was genuinely like shouting at the tv like yes go (laughs) okay all right, now I feel awesome. like everything's right with the world. Yeah, me too. Okay. All right, we're done. <laughs> All right. What's Have a next? Great weekend. You oh, too. Yeah. Um... Moonraker, of course. Moonraker, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about this. Oh, my God. Let's go and have a okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can, right. Hit us up. You can hit us up on <laughs> Twitter. Bond's wearing a wig. We're now on Instagram. 40 year old Bond virgins. Uh, if you want to hit us up directly, how many money pennies at gmail.com? Wow, that's a lot of different names, isn't it? I'm also loving oh, I sniffed. Sorry, that's not good. Sorry. I'm also loving TikTok. <laughs> it's got you a thousand set up a TikTok account. No, no, that's the same one I set up to um, oh, do the, the yeah. flop. Yeah, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's 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 the second video I put on it, and it's got like a thousand watches so far. It's so funny that little. <laughs> i've got a couple of guys on instagram like bond guys that have like liked it and put smiley faces and stuff so it's quite good (laughs) i might try and do another one this week of of this film i'll find something funny in it and yeah so i edited that all down to get rid of all the there's like cut scenes with like the gauges and people pulling levers and the contraption underneath i cut all that out Good and work. Music, music to it. <laughs> could we'll you um, could you do a TikTok with the um, uh, the, the the receptionist? And it's a question of: Do you see frill or do you see cleavage? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. a bit like okay, okay. blue and black dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. All right. See okay. you later, man. See you later, mate. Bye. Bye. <laughs>